0: Now on the line for us, we have Doug Schoen. He's a political analyst, author, lobbyist, commentator, strategist. Doug Schoen, uh, I just saw your l- latest uh, article, Don't Count Out Crime as a 2022 Midterm Issue. Uh, talk to us uh, how important is crime as far as it goes when it, we're talking about, uh, you know, who's going to be the next whatever in in, uh, in office. You
1: no, know, I think for the first time in a very long time, The issue of crime and law enforcement and criminal justice is one of the top two or three issues, not only in big cities, but I think uh, across the country. And, uh, you know, the Democrats have been vulnerable with defund the police and cashless bail. The question is, can they, uh, as we say in politics, get well on the issue, reposition themselves, and can the Republicans exploit the obvious mistake? both sustainably and politically, the Democrats have
2: made. Doug, this is Vito Fasella. I'm curious. You do a lot of polling. You've been doing it for years and very yeah, successfully. Um, how big of an issue is? I mean, people, when people say it's 23% of the electorate says it's the number one issue. Can you just put that in perspective and, and then maybe a little color as to where where it's sure. most um, impactful? Sure. Good,
1: good, good question, uh, Vito. Uh, first of all, the top issue today, let's be clear, is the economy, inflation, um, cost of living. That's undeniable. That's 35 40%. But beneath that is an issue like crime, second or third. And it is most prominent in big cities like New York. I think all of us know that uh, uh, crime has reemerged as it was in the 70s and part of the 80s, very sadly, as a central concern of people. But in the suburbs uh, of places like uh, New York and other big cities, crime is also in criminal justice. Issues are big issues, and uh, uh, I think it is a open question how it will play out in the election.
3: Doug, it's uh, David Patterson. How are you?
1: Governor, how are you? A great pleasure, always.
3: So, I'm thinking, uh since you and I are the only s- two Democrats that seem to exist in this country right now who seem to see... You forgot about the- Judge Weinberg. And Judge Weinberg... Oh, I, I apologize. Uh, I accept your apology, didn't uh, Governor. See you. I-, I hoped I won't be held in contempt. But uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that you might be able to explain to me and everyone else, why is it that leaders in the upper echelons of the Democratic Party seem to almost be ignoring this. I mean, you can't miss it. People are afraid to walk on the streets these days.
1: Well, I I think the problem, and I think last time I was on, we touched on it, Governor, is the issue of the power of the left in intimidating otherwise thoughtful mainstream Democrats away from logical positions.
3: Right. But, Doug, Doug, to me... They're intimidating yep. everyone except at the at the uh, ballot box because they're not winning when, when they they're run these races. And,
1: and, and they're sure not intimidating the criminals who <laughs> have come to believe that, you know, they, they, there's revolving door justice if, in fact, they are actually even prosecuted. Uh, it, it is a weird and bizarre situation.
4: By the way, today's a special day, and I want to acknowledge it. A birthday of a good friend of mine and Doug Jones and and Governor Patterson and all of us today is Bill Clinton's birthday, and I texted him this morning and he's he was one great president and um, Bill Clinton America misses you. You had common sense. You were a common sense Democrat. Can we say he was a common common sense Democrat?
3: Absolutely. So and John, a- I got to say between 1994 and 1996, after the Republicans. Beat us everywhere in 1994. His decisions during that period of time, and Doug had a lot to do with them, were impeccable to the point where he won the 1996 re election going away. Yeah.
0: Would he be like basically almost considered a conservative Democrat at this point?
2: Yeah, I don't know if he would prevail, but as someone who served, I was well, in Well, let's
0: talk about it. Yeah. Doug, Doug Schoen, me yeah. and you were there.
4: Yeah. Will Hillary Wait, Clinton, will Hillary Clinton co- go center? just like uh, Bill Clinton did, and try to make a comeback in 2024 and say, the heck with the woke culture, I'm bringing America back to the center.
1: Well, let's hope that she and every Democrat tries to bring the party back to the center. Common sense, as you rightly said, John. I don't know if she will run. I know uh, that she feels quite, I think, uh, with some substantial justification that she was denied a fair shot at the presidency in twenty sixteen for a variety of So was of President
4: doctors. Nixon and he came made a comeback.
1: He did, and I think Secretary Clinton remains a qualified candidate, somebody not part of the Biden administration. So I never would count her or Bill Clinton out. I think that's one of the things we learned in the 90s together, John.
2: Doug, I have a veto here. A quick follow up to the polling. Do you, you know, over time, as you get closer to the elections, people start paying attention. They're getting their kids back to school, Labor Day. Are these issues moving in a positive direction, negative direction, or staying pretty static?
1: I think the issues are staying static with the caveat that gas prices are coming down. The Democrats did have a legislative victory uh, last week, the so called inflation reduction act i think that will help marginally in the senate races where the republicans have bad candidates house races i think will go steadily and significantly republican but i don't think we're going to get a dramatic shift in opinion unless something happens that's really out of the uh, ordinary though i think we both would agree veto that out of the ordinary has been commonplace this year.
4: By the way, as a subsection of poor you know, Andy Maloney passing away, and Andy Maloney, he was a U.S. attorney, uh, and he don't forget, and he put away John Gotti and everything, and he was, yep. and we were all at the Yale Club smoking cigars when they were allowing to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bernie Newsbaum, the the uh, the uh, what was he? Uh, General counsel, was to, Chief uh, counsel to Chief Counsel to President right. Clinton. And uh Andy Maloney, the U.S. attorney, uh Jimmy uh, Jerry Finkelstein, the owner of uh, many many newspapers, the Law Journal, etc. Well, you know, now Jerry is gone, and uh, uh, does and this mean Andy Maloney is gone? Well, does this mean you I, shouldn't be smoking cigars? they smoking. No, they're ninety. They're always <laughs> ninety don't, years don't old. Be, or you, don't you be a, a Cigar, and, and, and you live to be ninety.
1: <laughs> I think what it means, John is that some very, very gifted and talented people who were friends of yours, friends of mine, sadly are not with us. But their legacy and their impact remains felt today. That's that's what I take. And I would like to see more to Governor Patterson and Vito Fisela, more recognition in politics that when good people serve, like Vito Fisela and Governor David Patterson, that we recognize their achievements and recognize them as people long after their service may well have uh, come to a halt.
2: That's very kind of you, Doug. Thank you very much.
0: Doug Schoen, one last question. When it comes to the Democratic Party, it looks like it's been hijacked by these woke supremacists. I mean, even Governor Hochul today, she signed off on legislation that you can't have a salesman, you can't have a gendered position. Everything has to be, say, salesperson. You can't call somebody an inmate. They have to be an incarcerated individual. Wait, wait, wait. Individual. I'm going to give
4: you the Republican point of view
0: on that one before we hang up. They're, they're... full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think, Doug Schoen, that they're, the Democratic Party, as you know it, as Patterson knows it, as as Judge Weinberg knows it, will come back to its uh, middle ground, Doug, common ground? we grounds? want our
4: party back. What are you doing about it? I, I
1: wish. I could say yes. I'm afraid I have to say no and suggest that for the American people, all of this woke stuff, all of this view of minorities as people of color who are activists rather than hardworking, decent Americans is something that is destructive to our politics, destructive to our society. But the Cats Roundtable is an important antidote And add to that. And I can only say I always appreciate your kindness in
4: having me on. Thank you, Doug Schoen. And we'll catch up again real soon. And uh, maybe Monday or Tuesday when the primaries are on. Okay. I look forward. Look forward. Let's take a, are we taking a break? Let's take a break and we're going to come back with Dr. Michalos, who's going to tell us how we're going to live longer.